0: In the name of God, the Merciful, the Compassionate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaikum salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
0: This is Amini Sweri and
1: Zulfa Qasim.
0: And you're listening to the Murid Talks podcast.
1: MashaAllah, welcome everyone. Welcome again, Brother Amini. Thank you very much. So, this is our third episode and. I hope you are all well-seated and comfortable wherever you are, because today is all about questions. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, these are questions mostly for you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm quite excited.
1: (laughs) I hope you are. So the last episode, we talked about how each one of us started or got themselves into this uh, path. And though our journeys were different, but it was sort of the same. Yeah. And what interested me about your journey was the initial questions that led you to where we are right now. Mm. And so I collected three basic, I would say, common, but also uh, I think important questions that everyone should ask or do ask themselves at one point or another. Mm. And that may or may not lead to this particular path, but takes them from one point to another. So bear with me. <laughs> the first question is, is this it? Mm. I heard you ask this question before. You've asked me before, I think. But also you mentioned in the past episode that this was the question that made you start digging into things mm-hmm. the second question is the big who am i question
0: Oof, big question
1: a lot of people ask this question me included and it is it's, it's one head cracker because there's so many levels there are so many answers and every throughout time everyone has asked and answered this question in one way or the other and how do you the third question being how do you get to answer, who am I? Or how do you know yourself? Because I believe this is a path of self-knowledge. So how do you get to know yourself? So starting with the first question, oh, let me give you the floor. (laughs) I don't want to talk too much.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So those are, as you say, the basic questions, but you've also put them in a very beautiful way. And I would say that these questions aren't different questions. Okay. I would say that these questions are the same question formulated in different ways, but kind of leading us to a similar point.
1: Hmm.
0: As we talked about in our last episode, being born into a Muslim family, I was taught certain basic things. I was taught a certain basic lifestyle, I was taught about a certain thread of life, as I would say. A dogma. certain dogma.
1: Hmm.
0: And the dogma goes that, one, you have the pillars of Islam, of the creed of Islam, which are the proclamation of the unity of God, what we call the Shahada in Islam, praying five times a day, giving out your charity, fasting the month of Ramadan, and going to the pilgrimage in Mecca. So these are the pillars of the creed of Islam, and we live with them throughout our years. We pray five times, we fast, we give our charity, and hopefully we'd go to the pilgrimage in Mecca, God willing. And then we're taught about the pillars of faith, believing God, and the angels, and the prophets, and the books, and the last day, and predestination. And again, this is a form of a dogma because you're taught doctrinally who God is, who the angels are, the history of the prophets, the books, predestination and the last day. And then you're told that the ultimate reason for all this is to be a good person. Right? That God teaches us to be good and to be good to one another And to worship him. And then what? When you die, you go to heaven. Hmm. But if you don't do this, if you don't worship God, if you're not good to people, if you're not good to the cosmos, when you die, you go to hell. So we're told that the ultimate, the end of it all is heaven or Hell. hell. But I was dissatisfied with all this. I was dissatisfied with the routine or the dry routine. Pray five times a day, fast Ramadan, give out charity, be good, die, go to heaven.
1: Hmm.
0: I kept asking myself the question, then what? Boom, I'm in heaven. I'm in this state of bliss. No evil, no suffering. Okay, then what? Is that it? Going back to your first question. Mm. Do I live all this life just to get to a point of just, you know, resting? Mm.
1: Quite ungrateful of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? Mm. And it's not that heaven isn't a beautiful idea, but Inside me, heaven did not feel like the ultimate. And so we get to your second question. Who am I? Because to realize your journey, you have to realize who you are. But then when you ask yourself, who am I? You then ask yourself, do I know
1: who I am?
0: Right? True, true. Because you can say, who am I? and Then boom, you have an answer.
1: I am Zufar.
0: I am Zulfa. I am Amini. Mm. I am somebody's or somebody's son.
1: Mm.
0: I'm somebody's daughter. I'm somebody's this. But then... Do those really answer who you are? Does the answer that I am Amini... Answer the question of who I am? No. Because before I was born... I didn't have a name. When I was born, I didn't have a name. The name was given to me maybe 7, 14, 21, 30 days later, maybe. Hmm. And so you realize that to begin with, the one thing that identifies you, that is your name, is in itself dissatisfying because you didn't have that name. It was given to you. Yeah. And that's the... Greatest thing that identifies you Your name hmm. So even that doesn't answer who you are What could What could So we go into your relations Oh I'm Kasim's daughter I'm Swedi's son Yeah, but our fathers could die hmm. And it'll remain that conceptually we are somebody's son or daughter But if my father isn't here oh, mother Oh, mother, I'm not that body's son because that body is not here anymore. anymore. So even that is transient. Even that is passing. So you say I'm somebody's husband, somebody's wife. Before you're that person's husband or wife, you are single. You weren't anybody's spouse. And so... Even in our relationships, we realize that it really doesn't answer the question, who am I? Yeah, these are certain qualifications of who we are, certain attributes of who we are that cannot be denied. But they're not the ultimate answer of who we are. Hmm. Let's go to our career. I'm a filmmaker, I'm a teacher, I'm a doctor. There was a point where I was not a filmmaker. I'm a student. There was a point I was not a student.
1: Like right now.
0: And Right now I'm not a student, right? (laughs) Yeah. You realize that your career or these career titles or positions of your life, student, teacher, whatever, are also transient titles. There's a point where they began and they can end. I I could choose not to be a filmmaker anymore.
1: Hmm.
0: So my career titles or positions do not really define who I am. And so you come to the point where you realize that whatever you qualify yourself with doesn't answer the question of who you are. And you go back, way back, to that question. Do I really know who I am? And you realize that you don't know who you are. So the first point of realizing who you are is to know that you don't know who you are. Hmm. So the beginning of this path of self-realization is a path of emptiness. The beginning of this path is to realize that you're empty. Empty of that knowledge of who you are, the ultimate answer. And so you begin the journey with that emptiness, that dissatisfaction, that ungratefulness, going back to our first question, right? Mm. That if I don't know who I am, And nothing that seems to qualify me isn't enough to answer who I am. And nothing in life and the afterlife is enough to satisfy me. What can? What then can answer who I am and at the same time satisfy me in my totality? Only that can answer the question. All these questions actually
1: hmm.
0: Right So it's two different situations One is situation of where you are in life So The daily routine and the heaven and the hell That's kind of a where question, right
1: hmm.
0: And then there is a who question The situation And the identity These, of course, are intermingling with one another So What is both an identity and a place or situation? And can answer these two questions satisfactorily? You realize that because we are empty of everything to begin with, because all these things cannot satisfy us, the only thing that can satisfy us is all things. If we are empty of all, what then can satisfy us fully? All seems kind of ironic, right? Yeah. So what is all? Who is the all? Where is the all? Then we go back. God. Now, in theory, we can say our God is all.
1: God is everything
0: God is everything But experientially You come to realize that the path is a path of experience And experiencing that God is all Hmm. Not just saying Or theoretically You know
1: Understanding
0: Understanding that God is all But experiencing, tasting that God is all Now the reason we empty ourselves of everything, of every situation, of every station, of every identity, is because no singular specific identity or identities, situational situations, can satisfy us. Mm. We were created with a disposition to require and need the ultimate not certain qualifications of the ultimate not certain attributes of the ultimate but the ultimate itself so in reality you come to realize that the one thing the one being the one truth that can quench your thirst that can answer your question and solve your identity crisis and give you ultimate satisfaction is the absolute that is God. Mm. I don't know if I'm making sense. You but are. Yeah. Back to you.
1: <laughs> okay, where do I start? <laughs> so, as you say, it begins with dissatisfaction. Yeah. And now that I remember, <laughs> there's a verse or... Or is it a tradition that says man is forever ungrateful?
0: Ah, <laughs> that's a verse actually. Yeah. It's a verse,
1: yeah. And I, used, yes, you could you could translate it as something negative, but also it is important. You know, it's the ungratefulness that materialistically brings the best out of things. You know, yeah. our world is one of ungratefulness and that's why we have all this development in a way but ironically also it is the ungratefulness that led you to the truest understanding you know of who you are wow because that dissatisfaction and to begin with how i understand it is not something external of course it is not not having something It's not about wanting more, no. It is about, okay, when I reach there, then what next?
0: Yeah, what?
1: Yeah, It's, it's almost like something drawing you into something deeper, you know. And a lot of us, I think, are in that state. And you have to be in that state if you want to know more. And then you come and explain of who I am. My teacher usually tells me, this is a path of knowledge. And I would ask myself, okay what, what, okay, what does that particularly mean, you know? Okay, self-knowledge, but who am I? Then it's true when you say, I really don't know, yeah. you know? We really, really don't know. Exactly. Who I am is not the state that you are. It's not you being a baby It's not you being someone's daughter, as you say, or son, or someone's boss, or employee. It's not your trials. It's not your blessings. All these are transient because at the end there's a what next. And that empties you, as you say. It has to empty you. Not that you're just ungrateful. But you know there is more and that you are capable of more, you know. And when you say God is all, you know, I think, you know, saying God is everything. is like taking one plus two plus three. In a way, in my own sense, I can contemplate that by saying God is all. (laughs) Mm. And that your emptiness is what fills that all it almost feels like I'm carrying God within me, you know?
0: Yeah,
1: And they say there's a verse, or I think a tradition, again, I'm not sure about this, that it is the heart of the believer that can contain God. Exactly. You know? And here I am thinking this ungrateful thing, that dissatisfaction that emptied you, is the one that can feel God. So in a way, whoever is out there listening, you know, going through this dissatisfaction, it is not because you're a bad person, you know. It is not because you are not conscious of your blessings. Sometimes it is because internally there is a ring, you know, Something that draws you to want more. The all. And I think it was a beautiful way for you to start. So I don't think you are such a a child that thinks a lot or that somehow you read enough books to get you there. I think it's grace. Grace put you here.
0: Exactly. And... Oftentimes we think that we are the ones who think hmm. of these questions mm-hmm. as if we are pioneers. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, we have a tendency of doing that. <laughs>
0: yeah, as if we own or have a certain control control and excellence. But we come to realize that it's these questions that seek you.
1: Hmm.
0: And there's this quote from Rumi that whatever you're seeking is seeking you as well. Hmm. The only thing we can offer is emptiness. That's the only thing we can offer. To the all. To the all. Because the all cannot compete with this or that.
1: Hmm.
0: If you think this or that satisfies you, then that's not the place for the all. Because you've qualified yourself.
1: Hmm.
0: The all needs emptiness Mm. and to catalyze that emptiness in you the all sends his grace his questions is this enough? is heaven enough for you? Mm. are the career titles enough for you? are your relationship statuses enough for you? or do you want that one thing one being, that one truth. That is, the all. And I'd like to conclude this with a very beautiful verse of the Quran that says, "Bismillahir Rahim," in the name of God, the Merciful, the Compassionate. Ya ayyatuhan nafsul or reassured soul, or hopeful soul. إِلَىٰ رُبِّكِ رَاضِيَةً مَرَضِيَةً Return to your Lord, well pleased and pleasing to Him. فِي and enter among my righteous servants Wadukhuli jannati, and enter my paradise. So God says, O hopeful soul, O who has the hope in the all, O who is empty of everything, only expecting the all, come, come back. Go back to your source, that is God, the beginning and the end, the alpha and the omega, pleased with him. Let the all be enough. Mm. Because it is enough. Because it is ultimate and satisfying. In that all is satisfied with you. The all is satisfied with the empty that contains the all and the all is satisfied with the all. Enter among my righteous servants. Be amongst those who tread the path of emptiness, the path of the faqir, the path of the poor. Wadhuli jannati, and enter into my paradise. He doesn't say enter paradise, he says, my paradise. Enter into a state that is minds and minds alone, a state of allness state of fullness, the state of ultimate beauty and bliss. So God says, if you're hopeful, if you're seeking, if you're
1: needy, if you're empty,
0: if you're empty, he releases himself, opens himself to you. And by opening himself to you, you're fully satisfied. And so the beginning is the end, the end the beginning, and all is God, and God is all. And that, that is the path of self-realization. That is the path of self-knowledge. It's not this or that. It's not a specific qualification. It is no qualification at all to be qualified by all.
1: MashaAllah. Thank you.
0: Thank you as well, Sister Zufa. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.
1: Wa alaykum salam alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.